Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes. I almost fell for a scam. Welcome to 14box.com, where we help you master your money. So scam with Bank of America, Zelle, and Chase. So I wanted to write about a scam... I almost fell for recently. I haven't seen anything else out there about it. I don't consider myself gullible and these people were prepared for savvy folks. The other day I received a text message purporting to be from Bank of America warning me that someone tried to send $3.5,000 to someone using Zelle. I was asked to respond yes if valid and no if not. I of course have not authorized such as I said no. I then received a call that appeared to be from Bank of America. It was the same number as on the website and the back of my debit card. They gave me their name and employee ID And most importantly, they never asked me to share any personal info. However, the $3.5,000 transaction didn't show up in the records on my side. It was the steps they asked me to go through that made me suspicious. They wanted me to send money to myself to refund the money that was supposedly stolen. They first told me that since Zelle is a third party, they couldn't stop the transaction directly. They then asked me to send myself two money transfers to get my refund, one for $2.5,000 and one for $1,000. They also had me give them a code that came from an email supposedly from Chase Bank, as they were the bank the stolen funds were sent to. I didn't give the correct code just in case, but after looking at the email details, sender, etc., I don't think it came from Chase at all. I was suspicious at this point and made a comment about how it won't let me do that because I didn't have that much in that account. They then said that they'd do a refund for the $2.5,000 from their end, but I still needed to do the $1,000 transfer to get all my money back. I said that didn't make sense. If they could refund part from their end, they should be able to do all. He couldn't give me a logical answer. At that point, I hung up and called Bank of America directly. The lady said that Bank of America texts only come from short text codes and they don't call after that. 
If I say no, a transaction is simply denied and there's no reason to call me. And I'm not sure about that. She confirmed that his ID number was false and so it was the procedure he tried to get me to complete. I'm not sure how the scam would have worked exactly if I had sent those transfers. I assume they were trying to set up another Zelle account with my email address that would have collected the money I would have thought I was sending to myself. I'm not sure. On my bank, I use my phone number for Zelle, not my email, but they clearly have both. But they were good. They didn't ask for personal info. They spoofed the bank number and made up employee numbers. They were careful to be ready for savvy people who ask questions. They didn't expect me to hang up and actually call the bank since it looked like they were calling from the bank. While I was talking to the bank lady, they were trying to call me back. They tried a few times the next day too. Be careful out there, y'all. If anyone calls from your bank, hang up and call the bank directly right away. I did post this at r slash scams, but I thought I'd ask your two thinking someone might have more insight into how this scam would work. If you know, please enlighten me. Since I don't know how the scam works, I don't know if I've covered all my bases. Learned. Banks only text from registered short text numbers, and these are almost impossible to spoof. If in doubt, hang up and call the bank yourself. Always. Feel free to watch more. Check out 40inbox.com to learn the secret to mastering money below, and you can learn to make money online below as well. But let's kind of go over this a little bit, right? Because this is a surprisingly, like, if you go onto the r slash personal finance uh, subreddit, you can actually see a lot of these types of things online. You can actually like Google search this too and probably find a lot of similar scams like this online. And the thing is, to my knowledge, well, I mean, specifically for this kind of like situation, I think what is actually happening is that Basically, for some reason, somehow, these scammers are getting people's personal information and they're basically just tricking them into sending the scammer money from their account, right? So let's say the scammer is saying like, oh, hey, you know, there's a fraudulent transaction of like three and a half thousand dollars, right? Well, this is like transacting, but you have to send us two thousand dollars so that we can give you the full three point five thousand dollars back right and the scam is them getting the two thousand dollars because they're never going to give you the full three point five thousand dollars right it's kind of like a situation where they are just basically tricking people into thinking that they're sending themselves money when in reality they're sending the scammers money which is pretty sketchy obviously because it's a scam right now another one that i've seen before on this subreddit is that it's where basically scammers make a fraudulent transaction, like a real fraudulent transaction to your account using Zelle, where they are basically transferring like $1,000 into your account or something, or like $5,000 into your account or something using Zelle. But it's a completely fake transaction, and they end up basically contacting you somehow and basically saying like, hey, 
for some reason this is going through, can you send that money back, right? Or they might not even contact you. They might just basically do this fraudulent transaction transaction, and basically hoping that you end up sending that money back, right? Because I guess for some reason with Zelle and all these banks and all that kind of stuff, right? These third-party apps and all that stuff. It's like this transaction will process, freeze up, but then basically be uh, reversed automatically from Zelle or something. But because you mainly send them money, you're actually sending them money, right? So you're not actually refunding them. You're actually taking money out of your own account and sending it to them. It's basically tricking almost the system to basically convince people that they received like $2,000 randomly by mistake, but really a scammer sent them a fake transaction of $2,000 so that that transaction could be basically canceled out. Maybe they use like a fake uh, credit card or debit card or something like that. And then that person ends up sending a real $2,000, right? So basically they send you fake $2,000 digitally. Like they trick the system into thinking that they're sending $2,000 when they're really not. And then basically they can convince you either by automatically or just crossing their fingers, hoping that you send them back in a sense in quotations, $2,000. So they're, so you end up actually sending your actual $2,000 in your account to them, thinking that you're refunding this random accidental transaction. When in reality, that transaction never actually took place. It was completely false. It was 100% fraud, and they basically just tricked the system and you into sending them $2,000. And basically, after that point, you're basically screwed. You're at the $2,000 or however much they basically scammed you for. So that's a pretty scary situation, but surprisingly, it's actually not that rare to see. So really, you should never use like third-party apps. Like you should not really use like Zelle. You shouldn't really use like Cash App, Cash App, or all that kind of stuff, right? Like you should really just like use your bank account for banking. That's it. Just use your bank account for banking. Don't trust numbers that call you. Don't trust numbers that text you, right? Only do things via computer. Maybe not even by your phone at all. Or like you gotta be very careful with this stuff because PayPal does this as well, where people end up doing like super scammy, sketchy, fraud stuff with PayPal. So whatever you do, just be super careful when you do any sort of these like uh, online banking transactions. Like be very careful. Make sure you close out, out of everything that you want to. Make sure you're going to the actual website that you're going to, that you need to go to. Like there's some people that have been scanned by going to a website that looks exactly like their bank website. But like one thing is like off on it and basically it's a scammer's website. So just be super careful. And this is basically more so a warning to anyone. It's like, hey, be careful when it comes down to scams and like your bank accounts and stuff, right? Now, typically, if you have a credit union, if you're banking with a credit union, like a local credit union, they typically are very good when it comes to customer service and like fraud sort of situations. I remember when I was like super young and I basically was stupid as like a kid and like fell for like one of these like scams on the phone or something. And then I found out I basically lost all my money in my account. I was like freaking out. I was like you know, spazzing out. I was like super young when this happened. 
And basically, I got a call from like my bank account because you know they like let me know it's like, hey, like, are you like taking a lot of money out of your ATM or something like that? I'm like, no, no, no. Like, what's going on here, right? What do you mean? And so basically, I ended up logging in and figuring out like, whoa, 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 like, literally every like ten minutes or something, someone was going to like ATMs in the state, withdrawing like hundreds of dollars every single time. And this is when I was like very young, right? And this is something that's actually really common that happens to people. And like you know, the younger you are, or maybe the older you are, the more at risk you are to falling for these sorts of things, right? So, luckily at that time, I was dealing with a credit union, and they helped me out immediately. They like basically stopped the card, got rid of everything, refunded the money pretty quickly because it was obviously a scam because no one goes to an ATM every single 10 minutes to withdraw like hundreds of dollars. Like that's obviously a scam that someone's doing. Like someone like stole basically my identity at that point and basically just took all the money and all that kind of stuff, right? So that's something to keep in mind. It's something very common that can pretty much happen to anyone. And it, all it takes is just one accident or falling for one thing just randomly. And it could completely destroy your finances in that single instant. So just be super careful when it comes down to things. But either way, you should also think about what type of banking institution do you have or that you work with, right? Because, for example, a lot of these mainstream banks, they might help you out, but they might not help you out right away. Or depending on the situation, they might not actually refund your money. But with a credit union, you have a higher likelihood of them helping you out because it's more of a more personal relationship. Because credit unions typically cater a lot to the local community, especially the county that they're in. So they tend to be very, very personable and very willing to help out people in different situations. So that's something to really think about. Maybe think harder as to which bank you actually store your money with or keep money with or do business with because, you know, this might be something where, like, you know, Wells Fargo might basically kind of, like, slap you across the face and basically be like, nah, we're not going to help you out. This might be a situation where, like, Chase might be like, nah, we're not going to help you out, right? So it's just something to really think about. Talk to some of the banks, like ask them like, hey, you know, what is your guys' policies when it comes to fraud or anything like that? I want to see like, what are the safety measures when it comes to like my account? Like what is your policies, all that kind of stuff, right? Because I just want to make sure that the money that I put in here is secure as much as possible because that's the whole point of a bank account, a savings account. So see you in future episodes. Make sure to uh, stay tuned for more. Feel free to share this with someone who might actually need to learn more about personal finance or maybe might need to know about hey like you know don't fall for these scams right especially when it comes down to like